Welcome to the Watoto Church Podcast. Prepare your heart as we explore scripture and delve into the Word of God. Hello Watoto, what a great experience we've had as we worshiped God. It's my honor and privilege this day to bring God's word to you. My name is Joshua Mgavi. Together with my wife, Christine, we have the awesome privilege of giving oversight to family and counseling in Watoto. What a joy and honor it is to bring God's word to you today. We are in the middle of a series, Blessed Families, based on Psalm 128. We began by learning that if a family to be blessed, you need to fear God and walk in obedience to his commands. Last week, we took time to learn from Psalm 127, learning the truth that parenting is a sacred trust from God. And because it is a trust from God, we need to value the children that God has given us and we need to nurture them in the ways of God. Now, we are ready to get to learn one more important truth that will help us to have strong, healthy, and happy families. I want to invite a young man from this church to come and join me right here on stage, and then we will have a conversation before I introduce the next session. Jaden, you're welcome. Thank you, Pastor. Good. Ah, that's the way we do it. Yeah, yeah I'm sure people would like to know a little bit more about you. Yes. Uh, my name is Jaden. I am 16 years old. Mm-hmm. I've been part of Watoto ever since 2019 when I was 13 years old. And just it's been an absolutely life-changing experience. Mm-hmm. Just from the teaching to the words to the fellowship, everything has really been something that if I look back on, I'm like, I can't imagine my life without it. Yeah. It's been absolutely fantastic. But anyway, as I said, I'm 16 and I... I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have my mom and my dad, although dad is currently overseas okay. uh, with work things. But yes. Ah, uh, uh, that, that, that's great, great to know. Now, we live in a day and age that mm. everything is happening. Um, many um, social media platforms, yeah. many different things. And so you can live your life on your own. I just wanted to find out if you had a real personal pressing issue mm. in your life, who would you talk to? So, of course, with people my age, a lot of the time, we like to have very many information sources. So yeah. you may go to Google, you may go to Instagram, you may go to social media, you may go to friends, of course, older friends, younger friends, friends your age. But one place I really like to go personally yeah. is my parents. Okay. Number one, I mean, they've lived longer than me, so really. Yeah. Then secondly, my parents, personally at least, they are very, very respectable people, uh, very knowledgeable, very wise, very open. My mom is a very realistic person. And so I can always trust her to tell me that the truth and the real truth. And so I feel like that sort of trust and sort of connection is also something that really helps me that I can trust her and she can actually be honest and real with me. So, yeah. Yeah, you you did mention that your dad is... A little yes. distance away, yes. out of the country. Yeah. So, um, do you miss him? Of course. You yeah. like to connect with him? Yeah. So, how do you do that? Um, well, back in the day, we used to do emails. Okay. Uh, nowadays, we do more phone calls. Mm-hmm. So, whenever I get a chance, I just call him and be like, hey, dad, what's up? Yeah. This and this. 
it's what happens or oh, even if it's just like five minutes yeah. it always helps and it always makes a difference yeah happy are those who could do emails some of us grew up in snail mail slow mail whatever it, it, it is yeah um I, i know you've you've said yeah you connect with your dad is he following you on facebook I don't use Facebook. Ah, sorry. <laughs> you, you can see uh, I'm on the edge of things that when you go to Facebook, you're up, up to speed. So where are you at? Uh, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. My friends know my Snapchat account. Uh, Instagram, I'm also there. Yeah. I'm not very much of a TikTok person, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, um, uh, great to know. So, um, Now you have an opportunity, yes. and if there's any pertinent issue you want to pray, share with the parents, um, what would you tell them? I think I'll tell parents that, because I know it's a complaint with you guys a lot, that we're very distant and rebellious. Yeah. But no matter how distant or how rebellious a child may seem, yeah. that as much as we may pretend, the fact is we actually care about your opinion. Okay. And what you say actually matters, it makes a difference. So even the smallest, tiniest things, they can completely flip our world. Like, you, it's not a thing of this child is distant, so no matter yeah. what I say, yeah. it doesn't make a difference. No, it actually does make a difference. And that can be the difference between life and death at times. And so, yeah, I think it should be a comfort and also a responsibility that parents, what you say actually can make a very, very, very big difference, even in the worst of children. Wow. That is profound. I want to thank you so much for joining me here and preaching the good message. So God bless you God indeed. Bless you too. Yes. Wow. What a profound statement that Jaden has made. And today we want to spend some few minutes talking about your voice matters. We live in a day and age that has everything else that is standing against us being the major influence in the lives of our children. TikTok, Instagram, adverts, and all these different things in different ways. Many times we find ourselves detached from, from our children. And then I'll say being a parent is not an easy task. We ourselves have issues to deal with in our own lives. There's the pressure of work, the pressure of meeting the bills, and many different things. Our own relationship with our significant people is tough and difficult. But today, I want to invite you to join with me and say, we need to speak out. Our voice matters. Because again, we live in a day and time that there's so many voices that are speaking to our um, children, that are speaking to our young adults, that are speaking to every one of us. And they're, they're insidious and they're, they're intending to silence the, the parents, to remove parental guidance from the parents. And they want to take over because they have agendas that they want to, to impose on our children. Friends, I know we have a call to be the voice of God to our children. We already learned that parenting is a sacred trust and God would love us to be the primary influence of instruction to the lives of the children. And today we want to take some time and, and learn from God's word. We learned from the Global Youth Culture Report uh, done by One Hope, who are our partners in the ministry. Here are some interesting findings that they gave us. One, African t 
teens report a desire to be unique individuals who stand out from those around them, but also feel a strong responsibility to contribute to the well-being of their community. Most teens report positive family experiences and say they talk to their parents about issues that really matter to them. If a teen's family experience has been poor, they turn away from their parents but, or to their peers. And so we are saying we want to be the most influential voice in the lives of our children. We do have this mandate from God. My brother, my sister, yes, your voice matters because God has given us this trust. We do have the same mandate that was given to our father in the faith, Abraham. In Genesis chapter 18, verse 19, this is what is written. It says, for I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised. Yes, we learned if we hear God's voice and live in obedience to God's voice, we will have the blessing. The same is happening here. If Abraham directs his children in the way, in fact, talks about his household, all the members of his household, then there's going to be a blessing. So it's important for us to know that there's a blessing attached to the voice that we proclaim. And as Wadodo, we know that we can learn. And so we are taking time, we'll be taking time to do sessions with the parents to empower and enable them to, to be better parents. We also do special programs with the young people so that they will get to know how to connect with their parents. We want to spend some time from God's word to see how can we do this. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 to 9, this is what it says. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Notice it begins with me. It begins with the parent. These words, this truth must be the conviction of my heart, must come from within. Then I'll be able to do the next. It says these commandments um, impress them on your children. Talk to them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Notice what Moses is saying. This truth must be in your heart, but also pass it on to your children. Impress it on their hearts. In other words, these words must hit home. They must have impact in their lives. And truthfully said, words are powerful. In fact, we need to be careful as parents to speak words. And Moses insists must be the word of God. Why? Because words of men can be destructive. We see many young people who are living in dejection, who are frustrated, who are, have a sense of rejection because of what their parents spoke to them, because of what the significant people in their lives spoke to them. I remember I had to learn this in, in my life. I came across this poster that said, a hundred ways to affirm your children. Wow, way, way to go. You are amazing. You are great. 
And I said, I will learn there a hundred ways so that I don't just repeat the same thing over and over again, but there are hundreds of ways. And I've made that a habit, sharing it with my children. Yes, I have four amazing uh, sons and make sure that I speak into their lives when they do something good. Yes, when I want to lift them up, when they're discouraged, I speak to them words that will lift them up. When their friends ridicule them and their friends speak wrong things to them, I tell them, you know, don't listen to those people. Listen to me. Listen to the word of God. What does the word of God say? And I will tell you, I encourage them to press on life. And I will tell you, there are people, young men with confidence because of the words spoken to them. So these words must be impressed on their hearts. So my brother, my sister, we have this call to speak with authority, to speak with conviction, and to speak the truth into the lives of our children. And when they hear, because we've connected their hearts, they will obey. And when their children obey, there's going to be a blessing on our families, and there's going to be a blessing in society. I noticed three things from this portion of Scripture in Deuteronomy that I believe would empower us to do and impact so that our voice will be heard by our children. Number one, be present. We read from verse seven, it says, talk about them, talk about these commandments when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. This is a call for us to be actively involved in the lives of our children, to be available to them so that they can access us. It says, when you walk, yes, maybe you don't walk, you drive when you go places, when you go to the office, carry them along with you and make sure that when it's sports day, you are there, organize for them birthdays, invite their friends, play with them different games. You can play football with them, whatever it is, you can play cards. But one of the greatest challenge we have as parents is sit down with our children on the PlayStation. I mean, we, some of us don't understand how to move the, the, the controls. But I will tell you, a moment with your child adds value to their lives. But also, being present means you're accessible. Your children can reach you. They know your phone number. They know where you work. They know what your, what your program and schedule is. They don't have to first write a memo and then come to you. No, they ought to have that sense of knowing that I can access my dad anytime. When I'm in trouble, I can go to them. I know we believe there should be boundaries in family, but these boundaries are not borders. We are not crossing from one territory to another where you need security check, temperature guns and the rest. No, we should be able to be available so that our children can access us anytime, anytime. So be present. Secondly, dare to be vulnerable. And what do I mean by being vulnerable? Allowing your children to know that you're not superman, that you're not superhuman. Yes, you may have the appearance and they may have the faith that um, you can do everything. Remember, it's only God that has all the power and all the ability to do that. You need to connect with them. Allow them to, to know that you do have challenges in your life. Be vulnerable. Talk to them about your weaknesses, your struggles, your challenges, where you are at. That is important. You know, it's important for your children to know your testimony, how you came to know Jesus Christ. What were your struggles? What does the grace of God mean to your life? 
Where did Jesus bring you from? Are there shortcomings? Let us not hide and gloss over the past. We are not bringing them into the terror of the issues that we've gone through, but they are open. And so they'll have confidence. If they're struggling with, with, with pictures that are not right, if they're struggling with peer pressure, if they're struggling with, with other influences, they know daddy went through this and mommy went through this so I can talk to her and she will understand the struggle that I have. I'll use a simple example. And I know maybe you ever had pimples on your face. What did it make you feel like? Or what did you do as you went through that season of pimples? And some of us grew up in the days where creams were missing that would have stopped that. Be vulnerable. Did you make a mistake? Do you have more children than the children that you have? Be open. Don't simply tell lies. Let's tell the truth. So let's be vulnerable. Don't portray um, a picture that is not true and right. So don't cover up. Be present in the lives of your people. Thirdly, if you're going to have a voice heard, we must intentionally model a godly lifestyle. The Apostle Paul was a high influential person in the life of Timothy, his son in the faith. This is what he says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10. He speaks to Timothy saying, you, however, know all about my teaching, my doctrine, you know all about my way of life, how I've lived. You know all about my purpose. You know about my faith. You know about my patience. You know about my love. You know about my endurance, how I've stood in tough times. You know about the persecutions I've gone through. You know about the things that I've suffered. What kinds of things happened to me in different places. The Apostle Paul does not hide that and simply say, man, we are moving on. No, he says, I've lived an open book life before you, Timothy. And so you can also come alongside with me and have the right doctrine. Yes, have a way of life that honors God. Clarify your purpose. You can live by faith. You can have patient endurance in your life. We need to learn to model what's right. I like what somebody said that raising children, that they spend more time hearing by seeing, not hearing uh, through their ears. And so it's important that as parents, we must learn to connect to the feelings of our children. It's important that we are right with them, but also demonstrate the way things are done. And so we want to model what will be impactful in their lives. So integrity, truthfulness, purposefulness, hard work, all those are key areas that we must show ourselves to be um, winning in those areas. We need to be consistent, generous, compassionate. I believe when our children see that, there's going to be a difference. My brother, my sister, yes, you are a parent, you're a significant adult in the life of these young people. I want to let you know that your voice matters. How will you get a voice across? By being present, by being vulnerable, and by modeling a godly lifestyle. I believe that when we do that, life is going to be different. And so I want to invite you to do that. And as we conclude, I was blessed to discover that God models to us on how to raise our children, on how to be had. And so in Matthew chapter 3 and verse 17, and also in Matthew chapter 17 and verse 5, we see this. I'll read verse 5 in Matthew chapter 7. It says, While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, 
and a voice from the cloud said, this is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. We see God's presence coming down to where Jesus was. And he's speaking and his hand and he's affirming his son. He says, with him I'm well pleased. So, listen to him. And I love him. Wow, what a way it is. And I will tell you, when we see the life of Jesus, these words empowered him and enabled him to go through all the different challenges of, of the ministry. And so friends, I want you to know that this same voice, this same father is calling out to your heart and saying, dear gentleman, dear madam, dear young man, will you hear my voice? And his voice is life changing. Let us not be like the Israelites in the wilderness who hardened their hearts against God's voice and so they perished in the wilderness. I will tell you, the way for us to see this blessing of God come into our lives is by giving our hearts to Jesus. So will you do that? Yes, Jesus is right there with you where you are seated. I want you to pray this prayer after me and allow him to come into your heart. Let us pray. Jesus, I thank you for you are able to change my heart and you're able to give my voice power. I ask you to forgive me of all the wrongs that I've done. Wash away my sin and write my name in the book of life. Lord, may your word work powerfully within me and make me a new creature. In Jesus' name I pray and everybody said, Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope this encourages you to step into the new. Tune in next time as we delve into the Word of God. For comments and feedback or counseling, write to connect at watertochurch.com. Oh.